Welcome to The Blaze. This is episode 54. I am your host, Alejandro Oveda. Thank you for pushing play. You know, this has been another record-breaking week. You've all been supporting this podcast like crazy, and I just got to tell you guys, thank you so much. Um, You know, a lot of the success is owed to every uh, one of you listeners, and I want to just tell you, you know, I'm I'm really appreciative for the uh, support you have given me throughout this year. And I know, uh, you know, being a weekly podcast is definitely hard to really uh, keep up with the podcast every week. And I just got to tell you guys, you know, seeing the numbers that have been uh, week to week so far, I'm I'm really proud of. Um, You know, it's really showing me the bigger picture and showing me exactly how far this could go. I just don't, I don't really uh, understand how to scale this. So, you know, this is my first podcast This is my first year being in charge of my own podcast, and I just can't wait to give you guys a lot more content, you know? Um, But it's just impressive to see how many more listeners we had in the last couple weeks. Uh, We are now streaming worldwide, and I got to say that proudly, you know, uh, when I'm streaming from Canada, India, Uganda, Romania... United Kingdom and France, I I, I just got to tell you guys, you know, that just shocks me. Uh, It shocks me that uh, I could be here in a little city of Fresno and someone uh, clear across the world is is listening to this. And it it makes me really uh, feel like, you know, we're all in this together. And I I, I keep wanting to push you guys to, you know, give me a call in, uh, give me a message, uh, shoot me. Uh, what you guys are doing during the week. You know, I, I definitely want to hear back from everybody. Uh, the more people that I get uh, to give me, you know, call-ins or, or messages, whatnot, uh, the more this uh, podcast will keep going. And, and hopefully it goes in the right direction, uh, especially now that uh, we're, we're here with year one. But never in a million years would I have expected, you know, this kind of support. Uh, and, you know, you guys, you guys have actually made me a believer now. Of, you know, hard work pays off. And I, I, I just want to keep working hard for this podcast. I keep wanting to give you guys the content that you deserve every week. Uh, you could definitely depend on this podcast to try to entertain you, uh, to try to give you guys some kind of uh, something, some kind of experience by the time you're done listening. Uh, but with your support, you know, uh it it is a dream come true, and I gotta tell you, you know, even though it's still a small podcast, I, I still uh, take this uh, podcast very seriously throughout the week. Um, and we did, you know, celebrate the one year anniversary last week, and I have to tell you, you know, uh, the week has been kind of crazy. Uh, this week we were able to move into our new house. And we still have a lot of work cut out in the move. You know, we we still got to put things away. Uh, We still got to set up our TV. Uh, Our bed is on the floor. We still got to set up our our mattress and everything like that. So things have been kind of stressful, uh, especially because not only that, but you're working uh, all day. and You just want to come home and you just want to relax, but... You know, I, I definitely wanted to give you guys something worthwhile this week. Um, and I'm sure, you know, this is the best part of, of this podcast is it's definitely going to be able to go somewhere uh, further now. And 
uh, I would love to just tell you guys, you know, throughout the year, this podcast has been actually recorded in a, in a car, you know, or, or in a, a place where, um, I'm confined. Uh, now that I have my own place, I can actually just record wherever I want, whenever I want. Uh, and now that I have the time to, uh, I definitely want to start getting out a lot more content for you guys. Um, and I, and I know you guys are going to see a lot of, a lot more improvements, um, especially in the upcoming months. Uh, I'm very fortunate to be able to, you know, to bring you this podcast every week. And my intention is to bring a lot more content uh, throughout this year. I will also be getting into a lot more Blaze Talks, and I, I hope to have one uh, soon. Uh, I, I haven't really had the time in this last couple of weeks due to the move, but that is definitely going to be in the work soon. Uh, but I'm definitely very proud of where we're standing here, you know, uh, year one, and I'm hoping, uh, you know, we'll be standing here next year, uh, and saying the same things, but, you know, during the week, I definitely, uh, got to try some new things, I, I, I went to go try, uh, a new Mexican carnicería and taqueria, uh, I was recommended it by a good friend, uh, you can find this restaurant on the sunny side in Toll House, it's called Carlitas, uh, it was a very small store, uh, but you see, you know, where all the meat is sold, uh, where it's prepped, uh, and, and definitely where it's cooked, uh, you know, we were starving one of these mornings that we were moving, and uh, my wife t said she wanted a good breakfast burrito. And, when you know, when we went in there, you saw, you know, a line of three people. Not too bad, you know. Uh, but then when we got our food, you saw about... 12 or 13 people in this little store. I mean, these people were waiting a, a while just to get, you know, their order taken. Uh, but you can tell that they have a good uh, following of probably some regulars and people that know exactly uh, how to order because uh, some of the other people's orders were getting out before ours. And I got to tell you, you know, uh, especially when you're in a new spot, it's like, what, what what are they doing that I I'm not doing right? You know what I'm saying, and and that's just how it is. You know, you go to these new places, uh, and sometimes they go for the familiar face, and I understand how that works. Uh, but when we were there, uh, we we did order our breakfast burritos, but we saw they had manudo on the on the uh, menu, and we definitely when I see Manudo at, at, a, at a place like this, it's very uncommon at a carnaceria or, or a, a little mercado like, like it is, you know, uh, but the Manudo was, was pretty good. I will tell you, it doesn't beat Guadalajara's Manudo, but the, the breakfast burritos were hella good. Uh, I ended up ordering some tacos, uh, to actually try them, you know, but, even the tacos were, were fantastic. Uh, the, the tacos actually reminded me of like Al Rico's tacos, but you know, this place actually makes homemade tortillas. That's what really put, put them up there for me. Uh, and going there, uh, was definitely the, 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 uh, fresh tortillas, especially with the breakfast burrito. Uh, it, it went hand in hand with the bacon, uh, the egg and the, uh, chorizo, you know, it, it just, it just hits home when when the tortillas are fresh right off the off the grill. 
but uh, you definitely have to uh, be offering something if you're, you know, making homemade tortillas. But this carnesseria had all the meats, uh, and what really caught my eye was actually they were, they they did like a package deal for about like sixty five bucks. You got like two pounds of five different types of meat. Uh, you got like a ham, some cheese, some salsa. You know, I added up all the different meats per pound, and I uh, I found out that it was like a $15 discount, depending on what you get, I guess, you know. But, you know, we will be going back to this place. Uh, like I said, it's car called Carlitas, and that's on Toll House and Sunnyside. Uh, I want to go back, you know, for for uh, barbecue nights, when, whenever uh, we're going to do a lot of meat. I think it's a good price to, to go ahead and get, you know, $65 worth of meat and, and get a good deal, you know. Uh, but I'll definitely be back for those breakfast burritos. And I'm uh, hopefully going to tear up some more, uh, some more food off their menu. But, you know, we've been moving all week. We've been trying to get back into our no normal routine. It's been kind of hard, but going back and forth... Uh, trying to get stuff moved has been really tough, especially when we both, you know, are are uh, working lot the, the long hours, and then, you know, we're hopefully gonna get everything moved in by next week. Uh, so if you're listening to this podcast, you're hearing me at my at my own house, and this is an amazing tra uh, transition because you know my dog now gets to run amok throughout the household. Uh, he has been cooped up for so long, and now he gets a new uh, place to sniff out new smells. Um, but, you know, even though that this week has been kind of going by fast, I was still able to listen to a, a new album. And this new artist to me, and honestly, I just picked this uh, from random off of Spotify. Um, and if you have an account, this is why I, I have a Spotify account is because I like to listen to new things all the time, and I just love how convenient it is just to find new music at the tip of my fingers. Um, but I've been, you know, in the mood for uh, some great R&B and just randomly took a chance on this album. And honestly, it has been on my queue all week. Uh, I first heard this artist off of Kanye West's Jesus is King. Uh, his name is Ant Clemens, and the project's name is Happy to Be Here. And I'm very impressed with this project, uh, but it is only eight songs. It's 20 minutes long. Uh, I, I I think it's real easy listening. Uh, you go through the the, the the album pretty pretty easily, um, but you know it makes you want to go back and listen to it again. I think that's what's good about uh, artists that really know uh, their material. You know they they don't really put out. Uh, a lot of songs with without very much, uh, you know, content, you know. Uh, but I did listen to this over and over again. And I have to tell you that, that uh, Aunt Clemens reminds me of Frank Ocean, uh, a Frank Ocean, Ty Dolla Sign, Kanye West mashup. You know, he's a very thoughtful writer. Uh, he has a great vibe and he definitely uses his style to create you know, something special with this project. Uh, the songs that resonated with me are Mama, We Made It, Four Letter Word featuring Timbaland, Excited featuring Ty Dolla Sign, and Beep. And I'm glad I took, you know, this chance to, to really uh, listen to this album. And, you know, you can find a lot of these albums uh, or songs, especially R&B songs that I talk about, 
uh, you could follow, you know, follow me on uh, Spotify. Uh, this uh, playlist, w w uh, this song, this uh, these songs will be on my Blaze Vibes playlist, and you can follow that on on Spotify. I definitely want to start, you know, making or curating uh, playlists throughout the week. Let you guys show uh, show you you know exactly what influences the podcast. I mean, you know this this week has been uh, something that's been kind of changing for me, and I try to try to do things a little different. But uh, this week has also been a, a, a good week to really net, Netflix binge, and I've been watching the show I Am Killer. Uh, this show is so freaking interesting. You know, you got to hear, you got to hear and watch. Uh, what what these inmates who committed a uh, murder and are on death row, uh, the stories that they tell about you know the incident uh, that you know it it really means that they killed somebody. I I really don't want to talk about that, but it's interesting to hear what their stories are and, and kind of their backstories of how they got to this to this place, you know. Um, but but they did this show kind of different, you know. And it kind of impressed me uh, the way that they they put up uh, some of these interviews together, because uh, they also let like the victims' families talk. Uh, they also let prosecutors talk, and also detectives. You know, they they talk about uh, what they think about the case, or if if they forgave, uh, you know, the person that killed their loved one. But uh, the only thing that I found funny was just you know how. Mostly all the killers were either physically, verbally, and sexually abused as kids. And I believe, you know, uh, it's it's how you're raised. And and, and if you're, you know, a, 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 your men, men, mental's kind of stable, you know, I don't think killers are actually born. Uh, you know what I mean? They're, they're not, I think they're bred, like, like. You have to raise a killer, and you, I don't know. Like to me, is like if 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 you put all the worst things in front of somebody, they become that worst thing. And I feel like a lot of these people that uh, were on this uh, uh, show, this shows you that you know there's a lot of problems in the systems that that they're in, and and that some of the things that they went through could have caused uh, the outcome. And I feel like, you know, we started with season two, uh, but now I definitely want to get into season one. This is this was that good of a show to me. It was it was like it's a new kind of reality TV kind of gist, you know? They 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 make it uh really interesting by making confrontation between the inmate that's trying to tell the story and then uh, the prosecutor and the detectives uh, telling the opposite story. So it, it's it's good TV. Uh, I think everybody that has watched it so far that that I've talked to uh, definitely gives it a, a lot of praise. Uh, but I I did start off with like I said season two, so I'm going back to season one. But you know I'm just glad you guys are sticking around with this podcast. I'm glad you guys are you know supporting it. Make sure you guys are, you know, pressing play, sharing it. Make sure everybody knows that in your friends list or, or at work. However you guys are listening to this, make sure you share it. 
but let's get this podcast started. And, you know, the first thing I want to talk about, I know I, I kind of depressed you with the I Am Killer um, show, but the first thing I want to talk about is the uh, first California fatality from the coronavirus, also known as COVID-19. Uh, the coronavirus is now spread worldwide with more than 3,200 recorded deaths. Officials are saying it's now more fatal than the flu. Uh, the buzz about coronavirus hit news outlets late 2019 and was first discovered in Wuhan, China, in an exotic animal market. Uh, the virus spreads throughout you know, the respiratory, uh, and then it is uh, actually passed on through coughing or sneezing. And the symptoms of the virus are fever, cough, shortness of breath, and complications that include uh, ammonia, acute respiratory infection syndrome, and also death. Uh, there is no vaccine to help prevent or destroy this virus, but research is uh, being conducted to help stop the spread of it. More than 50,000 people have recovered from this disease, but officials say the number of people being affected will rise and will which will construct mandatory medical treatment on those who have been exposed to the virus. And this week, the first death from the virus occurred in California. This fatality was from an older man who was exposed to the virus traveling. He was said to be on a cruise through Mexico. Uh, the cruise ship company was notified and now is ordered to be quarantined. Every person on the ship will now be examined for the COVID-19 virus. This wide, uh, widespread virus is very alarming and actually, you know, made trading at work, you know, about the actions and precautions we need to take. Uh, this has been, you know, kind of frightening a lot of people. And I've heard some reports saying that the number of people affected are just going to increase. And that fear, you know, I just hope can be contained until then. But I'm aware of the widespread, and I hope soon they can get it under control. But the next thing I want to talk about is, uh, you know, I, I'm a huge fan of, or this podcast is a huge fan of local music. And this week I wanted to review a new band from the Fresno area. I never heard of them before. And, you know, I I really like to, to really listen to different types of music. So I really wanted to review, uh, you know, a band. But this week uh, I heard about them through MC Wicks's uh, Fresno Jungle 2 uh, showcase, which will be at Full Circle Saturday, March 28th. Uh, th these guys will be on the ticket, and this band's name is MKC. Uh, but I wanted to review their newest project, Fight Back. You know, their sound is very distinctive. They have a very alternative sound that is not like your typical, uh, I guess, rock. or They, they have a bunch of a bunch of genres in one, which I really appreciate. Um, and, you know, they match very well with all these genres. Uh, but they have like a reggae sound that uh, definitely, you know, you, you could definitely vibe out to. Uh, but but it, but it has like funk and rock put together. It, it, it's very, very, very well uh, thought out. I don't know how they really came up with this kind of kind of music, but the band reminds me of some kind of like sublime, 
George Clinton and Carlos Santana kind of all in one, you know, like you get the funk, you get the like rock and roll, the, the kind of experimental rock. And then you also get kind of like the sky kind of punk sublime kind of feel. But my favorite songs on there, uh, latest project are fight back, uh, fight the, uh, or fuck the system. Hell is coming and, uh, liberation. Uh, but my favorite song probably has to be, uh, people for profit. You know, I really like their songs and I feel like uh, the songs are written, written really good. And I can't wait to see uh, them live at MC Wick's showcase because you can feel, you know, the energy on this project. And if you not have heard them before, make sure you listen to Fight Back on all Spotify or any other streaming platforms. But now while we're supporting our local uh, artists, let's support our local Teams and I want to just say uh, we've been supporting Fresno State basketball all season long, uh, but let's start with our men's team. Um, they ended the season eleven and nineteen and eighth in the Mountain West Conference. Um, you know, last week the dogs defeated Wyoming sixty three fifty five at home. The dogs were led by number three guard Jared Hyder and number four guard Nevin Williams, both scoring a team high of 11 points. But what was more, most interesting about that win was that uh, the whole roster actually was able to score the ball. I think, you know, they make uh, easy wins when, when a lot of people are scoring. So this, uh, you know, I know this week the dogs also participated in the Mountain West tournament and was seeded number eight. Uh, but they lost yesterday to number nine Air Force, uh, seventy to seventy-seven. You know this season has been really tough for the dogs, uh, losing a lot of good season, uh, seniors this year. Uh, New New Williams, Nate Grimes, and Noah Blackwell will definitely miss them. They're, they've been some of the top players this year, uh, but I think we will be back next year with a lot of returning freshmen. It it will be a lot of excitement next year and see if we can actually build something uh, for f future years. Uh, and I just can't wait to see uh, that happen. But our women's team is 25 and 7, and they uh, finished first in the Mountain West Conference. The Lady Dogs have been, you know, having an awesome season by winning the Mountain West uh, Season Championship. They defeated Nevada 75 to 71 Monday. Uh, they beat San Jose State 94-68 on Tuesday, uh, but couldn't close out in the Mountain West Conference Tournament in an upsetting loss to Boise State 80-76. to uh, This was a controversial loss, and, you know, it kind of ruined our, our chance. Well, it ru ruined our chances for definitely uh, getting an automatic bid to the NCAA Tournament, but it could very well cost us uh, a seed in in uh, the tournament as well. Uh, this was pretty bad. There was a, a total confusion, and the refs kind of bamboozled the dogs in this game. Our ladies uh, made all the right plays till the end, but the refs thought uh, the the bulldogs called timeout, which they had none, and, and it caused the dogs to take a technical foul. Uh, but from the looks of it, it didn't look like anybody called a timeout. Um, they replayed the last seconds, you know, through, uh, and I, I, I just gotta say it was, it was, it was not a good look. 
Uh, it definitely looked like an audience, uh, someone from the audience maybe called timeout, which causes confusion. Uh, I'm just proud of my team, you know, showing that they had true grit. They played till the end. Uh, they left everything on the floor. Even though they, they uh, won the, the season championship, I, I, I feel like they with, with the record that they have, and especially how many wins they have over anybody else in our conference, uh, they'll definitely get a seed. But I don't think it's going to be a high one. I think maybe... Uh, they might get get a low 14 or, or a, a higher number than that. I'm not too sure. But, you know, we still got to support them. Uh, we got to, you know, show them that, you know, they're representing Fresno and that we're proud that, you know, if they make it into NCAA, is because they deserve it, you know. And and I, I, I just want them to just know that even though that, uh, you know, they lost the tournament, I, I think that it was a big deal for how well they played this season. So so keep going, dogs. Let's hope we, we get into that NCAA tournament. But while we're supporting Fresno State basketball, let's support uh, Fresno State baseball. And they're 8-4 right now. The Diamond Dogs had a great series last weekend. They swept Columbia in four-game series. Uh, Friday was game one and won 9-1. Uh, they had a doubleheader game two and game three on Saturday. Uh, the dogs won seven to four and ten to two. They then finished the series on Sunday, defeating Columbia twelve to three. You know they've been scoring a lot of runs this uh, this week, and hopefully they can continue this uh, with that success this weekend. They'll be playing Arizona State in a three game series. Uh, the, the, this will be their first series of the season on the road. Even though they are on the road, we still need to support them. Uh, but the the dogs' next home game will be Tuesday, March tenth, versus Pacific, and that game will be a two for one uh, ticket. So make sure you know this week you make it out to the park to support your dogs. And while we're talking about sports, let's talk about you know XFL Week Five. And I've been really impressed by the support that XFL has been receiving. I've heard from multiple you know football fans that have been watching the X XFL that you know they're actually enjoying. Uh, the product it is you know still odd to talk about what's your favorite team because you know it's still kind of new uh but i have been a, a fan of the the roughnecks who were four and oh uh but i can't really say that's really my favorite team in the xfl uh but i do see a lot of supporters coming through out of uh st louis reports have said that uh st louis is is opening up their actual their upper deck in their stadium just to house all these fans. Uh, it's great to see that you know a, a a city like St. Louis is gravitating towards this because they definitely do probably miss football in their in their city, uh, especially with one that you know kind of left uh, erupted,ly uh, uninterruptedly, and, uh, and and went to L.A. Uh, I think you know they they they. Uh, they definitely miss their football in that city. And I believe this is the uniqueness that the XFL gives, you know, a, a way to, to to get back into a city uh, who's, you know, lost touch with, with the professional feeling, you know. And this week, you know, there there are some really good matchups. Uh, week 5 matchups start on Saturday, March 7th. Uh, the Dragons versus the Roughnecks at 11 a.m. on ABC. 
Guardians versus Renegades at 2 p.m. on Fox. Uh, and Sunday, March 8th, the Battle Hawks versus the Defenders at 12 p.m. on the Fox Sports Network. And uh, Vipers versus Wildcats at 6 p.m. Uh, you know, I, I feel like the XFL uh, is a good stepping stone maybe uh, for players, uh, you know, going into the NFL. I think it's a way that uh, so, some of these people that go unseen can actually get the exposure on a professional level. So I, I'm definitely going to keep supporting the XFL. I think, uh, you know, it does have uh, room uh, for it to grow. And I think it also has room for it to actually uh, get better for uh, a lot of people's uh, points of views. Even though I, I, I feel like people are so uh, uh, try, try to be too aware of, like, uh, the numbers on television, I think really uh, you got to get into the product and you really got to support it. That's the way it's going to get better. And I'm definitely a fan for football, so I definitely want to keep supporting the XFL. But while we're uh, talking about sports, let's talk about the NBA. And the first thing I want to talk about is Stephen Curry is back. Uh, he's been out since October 30th. Uh, I don't know what this means for the Golden State Warriors. Their record still is uh, measly 14-48. to uh, I don't think this could be a comeback season for Steph Curry. So by saying that, I think uh, he's definitely going to get some minute restrictions. I think they're going to really try to uh, make make sure he doesn't get hurt uh, before next season. And, and I'm not trying to, you know, I'm not trying to curse him or anything. I just think that, you know, when you take it easy on a player like that, especially one that has the drive that Curry does, uh, you kind of put him in the position to actually get hurt. So I think he should go out there play his game, shoot the ball, uh, and make, make people realize what they've been missing all season. Uh, but they'll be playing the Raptors tonight. So make sure uh, you guys are still, uh, you know, going with the NBA right now because it's definitely getting a, a lot better. Uh, but now I want to talk about Luka Doncic, who just got his 31st triple-double, uh, which is Dallas's franchise record. And I couldn't believe that, uh, but at the same time, you know, I haven't seen a player uh, like Luka Doncic on on uh, the Mavericks, you know, for a long time. I mean, Dirk was a very good player, but he was more of a scorer, and I, I feel like Luka has more of a, a versatile game. But, you know, uh, the Lakers also, their record holds 47-13. and 13. This week, they lost to the Grizzlies. Uh, and I feel like they lost to the Grizzlies just off of pure mistakes. Uh, they, they weren't taking care of the ball. They weren't uh, rebounding. They weren't doing what they're supposed to. But they came back to beat the Pelicans and the 76ers. Uh, but tonight, they will be playing the Bucks. So I definitely want to check this game out. It might be a finals you know, showdown. It's definitely going to have you know that finals kind of feeling in the, in the arena. And I just hope that, you know, the Lakers will take it to them and prove a point. But now I want to talk about my favorite segment of the week, beer of the week. Uh, and it starts with a premium lager from Revision Brewing. Uh, they brew out of Sparks, California. And this beer actually drinks at a 5% ABV. You know, this week I've been trying to change it up a little bit. I recently been looking uh, for this beer 
for uh, weeks now and finally had the chance to buy it. We went out to Spoke to have a few beers and this fantastic beer was in the fridge. And the, once I saw the once I saw the the post on 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 the uh, Instagram, I definitely wanted to go out go check Spokes out just because of this beer. But the front of this beer is very biscuity with the great flavor from the malt. Then the back end just leaves you your mouth refreshed from the hops and a a crispy mouthfeel you get from each drink. I mean. You get the sweetness, and then all of a sudden it just disappears with like a nice carbonated, crispy. Uh, you know, I don't know. It's just lagers to me give you that crispiness of a, of a finish. Uh, it's not dry. It's not like an IPA where it's too bitter. It's like that perfect. It just it makes you want more. That's how I feel. My wife doesn't really like lagers, but I I love lagers. Um, and this beer really didn't, you know, stay in my glass very long. Uh, I noticed that I drank this one pretty fast because it was that tasty. Uh, but I really do enjoy lagers. And this was actually my first from Revision. Because uh, Revision is really known for their IPA selection. Uh, but I do respect that they're starting to can, you know, other styles. I hope they release this, this lager. I hope they release this lager again during the summer. Because this, uh, you know, screams pool party to me. But I want to thank you guys for, you know, following along with this podcast. Uh, I know this week kind of went by fast for me. And I kind of was, wasn't was ready for this week's uh, episode. But I want to just tell you guys, you know, just be patient with me again. Uh, we're we're going to come with content, a lot more content soon. Uh, I, I'm This week has just been such a blur. And I'm just trying to get back into the swing of things and you know we'll swing for the fences next week and i hope the week after that so make sure you guys support your local podcast make sure you uh, support your local businesses and make sure you support your local artists i'm alejandro Oveda signing off episode 54